This is the Men of Valor podcast, where we help men grow in all areas of their lives. Hello, and welcome to the Men of Valor podcast. Uh, today I had a interview scheduled and planned, but at the last minute that person had to cancel on me, so I had to do a pivot. Um, I listened to two audios this week by Pastor Mark Driscoll. Uh, they really kind of hit some things that I thought would be relevant to uh, men of valor and who we are, who we need to be who we would like to help others become. So I'm going to review those two. I'm going to just hit points. Um, I would encourage you to go listen to them uh, a little bit more in depth. Uh, the two are a podcast he did entitled The Satanic Six that's found on Mark Driscoll Audio Podcast. And then a YouTube video titled the key to being a man, and that one's on YouTube under Real Faith by Mark Driscoll. I'll wrap up with some thoughts and some steps that you can take uh, to be the change that we we talk about. So we'll start with the uh, Satanic Six culture crisis of men. Specifically, this is geared towards America, but. Uh, these are quickly making their way across the world as Satan's key weapon against society and against the world is to destroy men or make men less relevant. So number one is men are being encouraged to be boys and girls, but not men. I believe our last episode where we interviewed Rich Cutshaw uh, addressed this enough. It was a perfect example of what our culture is doing to boys and how they're allowing it to happen. Number two, men are not launching. They're not going out on their own. They're not becoming men. They're not becoming responsible. In 2021, men 21 years old are less likely to have full-time jobs, be financially independent, or live on their own, or be married than men 21 years old in the 1980s. Number three, men are not working. They're just simply not in the labor force. A record 7 million men are not working or looking for work. This is a whole generation of men not working that has created a dependent generation. And a dependent generation ultimately ends up needing more government to show them the way, to support them, to tell them what to do. And if you have any thought processes at all, that you should see where that, that goes. If you need, need more government, that's going to be a problem. Men are not marrying. 40% of millennials and Gen Z ages 14 to 42, no longer believe in marriage. History shows us that the whole world has been built by men who have families to be responsible for. If men are not marrying, they don't have families. 
they don't have a reason to be responsible. They don't have reasons to grow up. They don't have reasons really to do anything except sit and play video games. Most recent stats show 25% of 40-year-olds have never married. This means that women who want a responsible adult relationship or marriage are either one, turning to much older men, or two, turning to other women. Do we understand the problem? Number five, men are not fathering. One in four adult men are saying they are not going to have children. Their current trend is children being born to women 30 and under into fatherless homes. This is because men either don't want the responsibility or not taking the responsibility because they don't want children to interfere with quote unquote they're having fun. They don't want to have to grow up and stop being boys by having to be responsible for children. Having kids forces us to grow up. It forces us to not be selfish. It forces us to be responsible adults. It forces us men to be productive men in society. Currently, one in four children have no father in the home. That's in America, that's 18 million. In America, a child is 300% more likely not to have a father in the home than any other nation in the country, which means the odds of growing up in poverty go up by 400%, and they are 500% more likely to have medical and emotional health problems. What is current society solution for medical and emotional health problems the road drugs at them turn boys into zombies make them not want to care make them not want to be grow up and be men but they don't want to do that because they don't have the father figure in the home showing them the positive benefits of growing up and being a man we're called by God, or we I should say not called, we're created to have children. Genesis 1.28, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. <coughs> Psalms 127 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies at the gate. These verses show that God wants us to have children. God blesses us with children psalms 128 3 through 4 your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house your children will be like olive shoots around your table behold thus shall 
the man be blessed who fears the Lord. That's a whole nother topic, fear of the Lord. It's not a fear like being scared. It's fear of losing the presence of God in your life, the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's, it should be a fear of not living to God's authority, not living the way God wants us to, a fear of being sinful and uh, unashamed and not asking forgiveness and losing the authority of God in our lives. So what he's saying is our wives will be fruitful vine, producing children, and this blesses us, and we do this because God wants us to. We don't want to lose his authority. So God tells us children are his are a gift to us and that children are a benefit to a righteous husband. He assumes we want children and gives them as a gift. Our final number 6, men are not leading. Currently there are more women in church, there are more women in college. And there are more women in the workforce than men. If you have any concern at all about what's going on right now in our country and in our world, you can see very quickly that if we fix men, we can fix the problems. That's not to belittle or put women aside at all. Women have their place. Women have to be a partner. We have to have wives that support us and that are our partners but men we have a specific role and we're not fulfilling that role we're not teaching the younger ones how to fulfill that role if we fix the men we fix the problems we don't need bigger government we need better men on to the second audio the key to being a man Pastor Mark states clearly, the key to being a man is to live under the sovereign authority of God. Before we can fix anything we discussed from his, the first audio, from those six points, we have to submit to being under the authority of God. We should always think in terms of what God wants not what we want because we are a fallen broken selfish being so we need to think what what does god want how how would god want me to react how what does god want me to do in this situation once we're able to surrender and live under god's authority we can exercise our own authority and be leaders in family in business and in life Without surrendering, we will eventually abuse whatever authority we're given or whatever authority we try to take. And if we don't abuse it, we'll most likely end up abandoning that authority when it gets too hard. If we don't exercise our God-given authority like God does over us by using love, compassion, and grace someone else will exercise it where we should be or where you should be 
If you have a teenage daughter and you're not the proper type of authority in your home, most likely that teenage daughter is going to go find a boy somewhere that she can submit her authority to. Goes just as well with your wife. If you're not the authority figure you need to be, if you're not acting like the man God created you to be, then there's a pretty good chance your wife could go looking for that authority someplace else. The vacuum will always be filled. Who will fill that vacuum? Ultimately, Satan. Satan will fill that that void, that vacuum. Something will take over. So, that's briefly what he he said. It was like a 12-minute... podcast in a seven minute video uh and if you don't know pastor mark he's got a very good way of diving deep really quickly into topics but where do we start how do we fix men how do we fix ourselves where do we start well first of all i suspect if you're listening you're already outside of the normal statistic that we were talking about you're already either well on your way of being a man you're a good man already discipling other people because you know that part of being a good man is continual learning or you're here to because you realize that you need help becoming that type of man you want to learn what it's like to be a man of valor basically And if you're not either one of those things and you just happened along us or you're just very, very new to starting to figure out what it takes to be a man of valor, I'm going to give you a couple things here to look at, to work on, and then we're going to close out with with prayer, which we don't normally do. Um, I don't always get very scriptural in the podcast. As I said in the first episode, we, we do follow the Holy Spirit, man of valor. We follow the Holy Spirit. We take him where he leads us. Um, and I don't want to be real super preachy. I don't want to be, be like a Bible study. I want this to be for the common man, but I feel like today this is where the Holy Spirit's leading us. So where do we start? How do we become men of valor and beat these statistics how do we avoid these six crises how do we um, become the the key how do we how do we turn that key to being a man well first get into your bible try to get in it every day if not every day at least four times a week there are studies that show if a person's in the bible one to three times a week over a short period of time, their emotions, their mood, their life in general, income, everything, relationships get better. Once a person is in the Bible four times a week, something I want to say almost magical, for lack of a better term, it's obviously it's God and the Holy Spirit happens because we, that's where we almost completely submit to that authority. Somebody that's in the Bible four times a week, all of those things I said have 
become drastically changed. So be in the Bible at least four times a week. Get involved if you're not in a Bible teaching church. Make sure you're there on Sundays for service. Make sure you're serving in your local church. Getting to know people. Plug, plug into some type, of, some type of a community group. Find other men that are a little bit older than you, further along in life. I have people who mentor me who are younger than me, but they're further along in their spiritual life. So you, a mentor does not always have to be older, but f- find those people that you can get, that you connect with, that can help you become a better man and a better man of God. If you don't have a local church or if you're having trouble finding a local church, if you're not in the United States and you're in a country that doesn't <clears throat> have public churches, you could look at obviously the two things I mentioned by uh, Pastor Mark, the Real Faith podcast and whatever the other one that I mentioned was um, Mark Driscoll's uh, podcast, or you can, uh, excuse me, Real Face on YouTube, or you can search uh, Radiant Church, uh, Radiant Church, Kalamazoo and Lee Cummings um, on YouTube uh, and on podcast. And then I don't, can't say this guy's last name, but I'm really liking his teachings. Um, he's on YouTube. His pastor Vlad, it's V L A D, and then Savchuk, S A V C H U K. Look him up on YouTube. He does a lot of really YouTube shorts that are just short and to the point. Great teachings, and then he does uh, sermons on there also. So you can look those four things up and tie in there or you can do both get involved in your local church and look these things up depends on how hungry you are and then step number three if you're not a christian and by christian i define christian as someone who has accepted jesus as their personal lord and savior not just somebody says yeah i believe in god I go to church, I'm a Christian, but if you have not personally received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you need to do that now. No better time than the present. Why do we do this? Well, quick, hit you with some Bible verses. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned, and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, I've heard this verse here talked about the wages of sin is death. We're all going to die, period. This is talking about eternal death. Do we live an eternal death with, with nothing? eternal hell or do we receive the gift of eternal life and live with with God in heaven that's what that's 
that's what that verse is. Romans 10, 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. <clears throat> and then John 1, 12. For all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So again, that's Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 10.13, and John 1.12. How do you do this? It's simple. Very simple. You have to pray a prayer. You have to mean what you pray. God will hear you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray that prayer right now. You can pray it along with me. Dear Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believed you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Congratulations if you just prayed that prayer. Welcome to the family of God. I encourage you again, go up to points one and two, get in the Bible every day, and find a church to belong to. Get hooked into one of these audios, podcasts, or YouTubes, and start growing in God. Find out what God's sovereign authority in your life looks like, feels like, means, If you, you know, when you pray this prayer, when you mean it, that means you're, you're giving things up. If you're, if you're in living in sin, give it up. Show God that you mean it. With his help, you can. It's not going to be easy. But you can with his help. And you can find other people in church that will come alongside you and support you and help you also. So this was a short, quick one. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you. Please like, share, subscribe, review. Um, answer questions in the polls that I put at the end of the podcast. Um, help us get the word out. We really think that the Holy Spirit wants us to put out this information to help men become better men. So again, thank you. And until next time, be a man of valor. This has been the Men of Valor podcast. Thank you for joining us.